Hello and welcome to this podcast which looks at the assessment for well-being and positive supports in the third year of social care. The assessment for well-being and positive supports is twofold. An exam which is worth 50% of the overall marks and assignment which is worth 50% of the overall marks. And I think it would be prudent at this point to state that you have to pass both pieces. So you can't get 1% in the exam and 49% in um, 39% in the assignment. You actually need to pass both. So the way, the way they're marked are the assignment and the exam are both marked out of 100 as usual. Um, you have to get over 35 in each to pass. You're into the pass by compensation territory there, but when hopefully you just get over 40 and then in each and then they're both added together and divided by two. And that is your final result. So I'm going to discuss both elements now. Uh, thank you for those I seen at the workshop. It was some good interaction and discussion and the feedback was great as well. Thank you very much. The exam, as I said, worth 50 percent focuses on this question. So the question is, discuss the link between well-being and challenging behaviour. So, before we look at that, just to say the structure of the exam after consultation with the social care team is, you have, there will be three questions on the paper. The first one is the scene question that's stated online, the one I've just, just mentioned. And then you have two other questions and you're meant to answer one. So you'll effectively answer two questions on your paper. The paper will be two hours long and the seen question is worth 60% and the unseen question is worth 40% of that particular calculation then leaves you with working out in my head. You have one hour and 12 minutes to complete the seen question and 48 minutes to complete the unseen. So it's probably at one hour 10 for the seen question and 50 minutes for the unseen the same question, as I said, is that particular question, which is discuss the link between well-being and challenging behaviour, which we covered in depth at the workshop. Um, it's on the slideshow, which Neve has put up. Thank you, Neve, And it's well covered within your module. It's really linking what is the link between well-being and challenging behaviour. And as I would have said at the workshop repeatedly, when your well-being is poor, um, the likelihood of challenging behaviour increases. And when your well-being is good the likelihood of challenging behavior decreases so what is the link and uh, we looked at a variety of mechanisms we looked at windows of tolerance and how we can affect that and both internal and external factors and um, so personality in relation to internal um, and external factors so we're talking about life crises etc rising the challenges um, how we have resources to deal with challenges and how that affects well-being so all in all, there's lots to talk about and, and that would be my kind of caveat for both the assignment and for the exam is that you're in third year now. So therefore, you need to narrow it down and be more specific. So for when you're discussing the link between well-being and challenging behavior, for example, you might focus on and this is the same for the assignments and uh, one area like choice or relationship or whatever. And then what's the link? So you're going to cover the general link what is well-being, define them both, what is well-being, what is challenging behaviour. And say, for example, we're looking at relationships, we're going to look at the role that relationships play in 
and well-being um, and all and the, you know how it fits into the models etc and then we're going to look at where it fits into challenging behavior if you remember from the workshop it's part of the environmental modifications which is looking at somebody's relationship and that link so for example you might say a service service user may be as pitching access uh, i don't know sean uh, says that differently but i'll I'll use mice uh, the way I say it, which is pitch and egg. I'm pro- I could be wrong. I'm not saying I'm right, Sean, but I'll go with mine. And pitch and egg talks about how service users are lonely. So therefore, the way services are set up are lonely. Indeed, we had that discussion on the second day, which is um, when Alec was talking about um, how you know he was befriending a service user, but there is that professional boundary that comes into play so therefore the professional boundaries so we're the only people in the person's lives but yet we have professional boundaries where actually we can't interact to the same level as friends or whatever so well-being um is affected when you're lonely so therefore your window of tolerance will decrease and then the likelihood of challenging behavior will increase and from that then um, if you're going to look at positive behavioural supports, you're going to have to focus on what are the well-being gaps. So that's an example of how you might actually answer the link between well-being and challenging behaviour. The unseen question will come from the module. As I said in, to both groups, the key thing is to look at each unit, look at the learning outcomes for each unit and make sure you understand each of those learning outcomes because the questions inevitably come from them. So... If you look at unit one, there'll be about six learning outcomes. Make sure that you know them without having to look at the module, that you have a fair idea what they're about. When you're, and finally on the exam, when you're planning your scene question, do not write out the complete question and try and bring it in in your head. No, you write out a very solid plan. So you have your introduction, you then have your main body, which you could divide into sections. Maybe section one might be well, so section one would be well being, section two would be challenging behavior uh, section three might be how relationships play a role in both section four is maybe you know in relation to that how can we uh, increase well-being and decrease challenging behavior by looking at relationships and then your conclusion so you're you would have an introduction four subsections and uh, conclusion and for your su- four subsections you would then write keywords that you try and memorize and bring in in relation i was asked about in workshop one about references you don't need full references in the exam in third year but you do need key names and, and even years so therefore emerson's definition was 1987 his definition of challenging behavior there's a variety of definitions of well-being but remember the one that we look at in the module is seligman's and there's three elements which is if we can remember the three elements of well-being is pleasure uh, flow meaningful engagement and then meaning so something bigger than us and then there's also the model uh, perma the perma model so you could discuss well-being through that so that's that's really the exam so just to sum up it is you will have three questions on the paper the first one's seen it's compulsory you have to do that and then you have two other questions and you have to answer one there's 60 percent for the seen question you should give that about an hour and 10 minutes and there is 40 percent for the unseen you should give that about 50 minutes um, and make sure you go in with a solid plan for your scene question and don't write it out because inevitably you you remember sentence one beautifully, sentence two is fine, sentence three is a bit vaguer but you manage to get it down but by section four you can't remember what you wrote and uh, you go into panic. So 
and then your well-being plummets and your likelihood of challenging behavior increases. So that's your exam. Assignment is like really not much different, really. Just to be clear um, from the social care team, you do not have to do a reflection. I will repeat that. You do not have to do a reflection. It's felt you have enough to do with your exam and assignment, as I thought. So therefore, you have to do the assignment question, which is critically discuss the readiness of your organization to provide a culture which supports the well-being of service users and provide ethical, positive behavioral supports. So you're looking at there's key words there. And that's what I discuss with both groups. The key words are critically discussed. When we're talking about critically discussed in third year, it is supporting your work. You're debating and you're debating your work. So you need to support that with good references and good resources. Um, books, publications, journals, seminars, etc. is stated here on the document. So therefore, um, in relation to the that question, you have to... Debate your question. It's not just a case of you just... If you state a fact and you do not support it in third year, your assignment will probably fall into the past category. So therefore, you're really... I emphasize the fact that you need to support it uh, with good references and resources, and that's what Critically Discuss is. And you're also debating the topic. So the next, the next set of keywords, readiness of your organization to provide a culture. So you need to define what an organizational culture is, and there's plenty of resources online for that organizational culture which supports the well-being of service users and provides ethical positive behavioral supports so we're again we're looking at well-being and ethical positive behavioral supports now when we're looking at ethical and we had this discussion is how in the past there was aversive unethical approaches for people who were labeled as challenging so it's it's that move to the ethical non-aversive multi-element longitudinal rights-based person-centered positive behavioral supports so again, it's such a broad question. You should narrow it down. Both groups, I think I talked to a few individual students on this, both groups identified that, uh, for example, you might talk about choice or relationships or even sense of home in relation to this. So say, for example, you're writing this assignment and you're looking at sense of home. It says, how ready is your organization to provide a culture which supports both? So sense of home is defined by Somerville Seven Signifiers, as we've seen within the workshops. So it's a case of, how does that link in to the well-being of your service user? It's key. It provides an opportunity for flow and for pleasure and for even for meaning on occasion. And then also it's an environment where you might have uh, for your positive behavioral supports uh, that provides choice and relationships and maybe good programs, uh, which is what you ask in the service user to do or what they have an opportunity to do during the day so sense of home is important so how ready is your organization to provide a culture which supports that sense of home so you've linked sense of home to well-being you've linked it to positive behavioral supports and then you've said right this is my organizational culture how does your organization culture support the sense of home is it good at it or is it poor at it and then you can look at that by saying look it's good to provide to provide shelter maybe the service user can have a bit of identity in the bedroom um, and the service user can get involved in cooking and whatever. But in saying that in relation to privacy and paradise and flow, it's, you know, it's not, it needs to develop. And therefore, uh, and that's really, so in being ready, it's partially ready. So your, some, your conclusion would be my organization's partially ready, but it still has a lot to do. Uh, that old Fianna Foyle slogan, lots done, lots more to do. So therefore, 
it's a case of building your argument, but you can't build it on everything. So you need to focus on an area that you can write about. So it's as the issues that came up in the and with the students over the last couple of days were stuff like choices, relationships, sense of home, opportunities for meaningful engagement. And then you can write your assignment on that. Again, your assignment needs to be well structured. You're in third year, so you're looking at a strong introduction, which it needs to be. So you're telling the reader, I appreciate this is a broad question, but I'm focusing in on this area. And then the conclusion is, the conclusion is really that uh, my, you know, whatever your conclusion is, and then your main body is divided up into subheadings. So it might be a look at sense of home, how it affects, which is subheading one, uh, well, be, uh, how it affects well-being, how it provides ethical, positive behavioral supports, and then where my organization is at. So that's a proposed structure. Again, you're in third year, so get those references correct. Make sure you're referencing properly. If you're not sure, again, the way to see is to look at your results last year. How how was your referencing marked? If it's okay, then you're fine. Just check it up. But if it's not, if it wasn't, check in with your tutor. Checking with your tutor is essential. So that's it really on both particular elements. Thank you very much for listening to this particular podcast. And if there's any questions, you can ask your tutor. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm.